Okay, so welcome to anybody who's in the chat. We are on our 13th episode, so things should go well. Um, if you're somebody who cares about that superstitious stuff. <laughs> or will it go horrible? We'll see. Um, so just going off of what happened last time, um, uh, uh, Griff was in the temple and he went through a part of it. Uh, we came across quite a few different things between you murdering two ogres um fighting a few actually it was like a clown car room of gnolls one after the other that you had to sort of go through and clear it like a SWAT team um and then I believe I think that's pretty much most of what happened there until we got to the end uh where you guys were about to leave uh and you came across hearing some noises uh coming from a room you guys went over to investigate and when you went to go investigate it looks like same some earth elemental uh priests uh came by confronted you told you basically to fuck off um, and then, uh, you came back to see if you could maybe try and save the prisoners that they were taking out of that room that you went to investigate. Um, you came across them and a giant rock creature with all these runes across it. Um, you did what I would consider to be the intelligent thing and try and kill the caster to hopefully maybe, uh, break the spell on whatever this conjuration was of this rock creature. Um, but instead things kind of went wrong uh, and instead of it being sent back to wherever plants from, or it might happen with that, uh, it instead went berserk um, and killed about five of the ten uh, prisoners, uh, and, and also crushed one of the element <laughs> elementalists, uh, and then uh, just basically went down the hallway after you guys, then ran off in a different direction, uh, down to the lower levels, and that's basically where we mm -hmm. left off. Um, you went back, and you were able to grab five of the prisoners and gather pretty quickly. Um I believe it looked like two older men, two younger men, and a woman. Um, yep. And instead of heading back to Helmet, because it was obviously very dark out, and bringing those five back there, or even going to Nulb, all of them seem like really, really bad ideas. You guys decided to hole up in the little ruins you cleared out just north of the temple. Um, and that's where we are now. Um, nighttime is in full swing. And we'll just do watches and a few other stuff here. And then we'll continue with that. So, Martin... Um, Watches are going to be brought, brought down into uh, four, like, four different times. So, what do you want to do? Who's taking first, second, third, and fourth watch? Uh, Elmo says he's happy to take first watch while you guys get some rest. Um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll let Elmo take the first one. I think Griff will take the third one. Okay. Alan can take the second one. Okay. And Barry will and take the Barry, fourth yeah. one. Yeah. Second, Alan, third... Third, Griff. And fourth, Bari. All right. Um, and I believe, uh, we were saying this before the chat, um, you've been able to gather quite a few different things. Uh, you did find a nice sack full of stuff um, that was in that ogre room. Um, yeah. We can decide to check that out on your watch, so we'll do that then. Um, but right now, um, we'll just sort of go through it a little bit. Um. You have the five people. You guys grabbed some blankets and a few odds and end clothes you guys had uh, in your packs on the horses. You brought those back for the five uh, fully naked uh, survivors of the uh, <laughs> of the unfortunate um, <laughs> uh, fight you got into. Um, you got them sort of clothed and dressed. They are trying to rest as best they can. Most of them are basically uh, completely non. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
they're not really responsive. Most of them. Um, yeah. the few, one of the younger guys, um, seems to be a little bit better off than the other ones, but everybody is in a bad shape. They're very malnourished. They're dehydrated. Um, and they've been obviously treated very terribly. Um, and so, uh, you guys get them just a little bit of water, a little bit of food, whatever they can actually stomach, um, and let them rest. Uh, Elmo takes first watch, uh, as the night gets longer. It seems like he has a pretty, uh, clear, clear watch. Um, about halfway through Alan's watch, however, um, you are sort of shaken awake, um, by Alan. He's going, boss, boss, wake up, wake up. Yeah, what was it? What was it, Alan? And he, you see him as you're like, you're sort of rubbing your eyes and trying to get awake um, as he's sort of shaking you here. Um, there's not much light in this room. You guys have like a little lamp to the side, not enough for it to really spill out onto the stairwell going into this place so that you guys can still keep it somewhat, you know, a little bit hidden. Um, but he points to the walls and he's like, look, look, the, I, I saw those those red eyes. I saw I saw them again. Um, and he, he points to the wall um, and you look and you can't see what he's like really looking at it just looks like a bare wall just you know old brick and mortar um and he just sort of says like uh, they, they were right there i i swear they were like and he walks over towards it and it's like the the eyes they were like between the bricks that 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 black smoke right um well they're not there now uh well, I suppose we could have a look behind the bricks. I mean, I guess we're next to the temple after all. Um, Griff will just uh, take out his dagger and have a quick sort of... Just try and, like, loosen some yeah. of the older bricks. Yeah, and, like, some of them are pretty easy to Get come through. You try and find ones that are a little bit already loose and not ones that, you know, you might start bringing down more of this, uh, all this weight down on you guys. Um, but, you know, you check around, and overall it seems like pretty normal uh, old brick. There's nothing really of real, like... It seems totally yeah. mundane to you, and uh, Alan seems a little bit be bewildered by. Uh, he's like, I, it was like what we saw before in the forest. I just, I. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, maybe you were just having a. I don't know. You can, you know, when you stay up sometimes, you can start to hallucinate that sort of thing. Maybe I don't know. Just let's give it another go. If if anything happens, give us a, give us a nod. He's like, all right, boss, and he um, you just go back to your to your bedroll. And he sits down next to an old barrel, um, just keeping watch again. And the rest of his watch is totally uh, fine. Um, he wakes you up again, but just to get you up for your watch. And you see him quickly just... He's one of those guys that once his head touches the pillow, he's fast asleep. Yeah. Um, and so Alan is immediately just takes off his armor and just immediately just uh, falls asleep as you uh, put your armor back on. Um, and on your watch, um, at first it's a little bit... It's pretty quiet, so we can just go through. If you're looking through the bag, just seeing what's hmm. seeing what's in there, um, yep. we can do that. Just gotta find which room that was. Uh, one second, I'll just go to. Yeah, believe that was room one twenty four. Okay, so um, let's see what you had in there. Ooh, nice. Some good shit. Um, so, what you found in that bag as you're going through it, um, you, all you have is just all this silver glinting off the light of the uh, nice. of the, the lantern there. Um, it looks like you found about um, looks like 87 silver pieces. Um, there's also a nice silver bracelet um, that you can probably guess is worth around a hundred silver pieces. 
Um, and once you're ready, I'll set the next stance in there. Yeah, um, really. And a Dorn on the silver bracelet is looks like six Azurites, um, yep. worth five silver each. Cool. Um, that's what's in there. So you sort of just look around. It's like a nice, nice, nice little hole from uh, those of these ogres had had a nice stash for whenever they were going to retire or whatever. Um, but they're not going to need that now. Mm, and no, uh, yeah, and you're so you're counting and you finish up counting uh, the last time you just sort of chink, chink, chink as they just throw back into the bag and you you close it up and throw it uh, with the rest of the stuff. Uh, and you hear some voices coming from the south, not not very close. Um, but you hear them just like what sounds like maybe uh, a few gruff voices and one lighter voice. Um, and it's obviously coming from outside. And like I said, it doesn't sound like it's right next to you. It's just being carried on the wind just enough for you to hear it, that they're there. But you can't really make out what's being said. What do you want to do, Martin? Uh, so I think Wake Up Elmo and Alan and Bari. Mm-hmm. Um, telling them to be very quiet when they uh, when they wake up. Yep. So we we got voices outside. Um, don't think they know we're here, but uh, better get armored up just in case. Okay, so that's good. Yeah, they they get up, they get their weapons ready, um, and they just start putting on their armor and everything else. Um, and yeah, so they just they just sort of sit there ready. Obviously, Alan and and uh, Bari just trying to <laughs> yeah. get get keep their eyes open. Um, Elmo's fully alert. Um, yeah. Are, are, so are you going to stay in here? Yeah, well, Griff, Griff's going to... Well, I'm just going to um, poke me head out. I'm going to stick my cloak on and um, yeah. see what I can see out there, he says. Yep, yeah, so I'm just going to say you don't really even need to do a roll here, Martin, um, for, cool. for the situation because it's nighttime and you have the elven cloak. You are not only borderline invisible, um, but the people here don't seem to be like looking in your direction. As you open up the okay. door that's not at the bottom of the stairs and you crawl your way up very, very quietly, um, you look down to the south um, and you see what looks like, um, uh, what looks like what you would guess a human woman um, followed by about maybe four or five or maybe six. It's really hard to make out with how dark it is. Four or five or six, um, what you can guess as uh, dwarven warriors. They look like they're in armor. They look shorter and squat. Um, and you just see them go out of out of view as they enter the temple uh, in that main entrance. Um, and you hear them sort of muttering amongst themselves just a little here and there. You can't really make out much, um, but the tone somewhat comes off jovial. You know, a few wisecracks here and there. Um, and then they disappear from sight once again. Did Griff see if they've got any sort of cloaks on, maybe with a fire symbol or earth or anything? Um, or yeah, see? give me a nose check. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Roll a 12. Um, so I would say with that roll, um, you maybe got a little bit closer um, and saw a better clear. The, the moon comes out and sort of glints across them. Uh, they don't look um, like... Uh, they don't look like any sort of temple personnel. From what your guess, the dwarves are wearing what looks like what you could guess as classic sort of dwarven male, um, all perfectly fit for them, uh, sort of just glinting off in the moonlight. Um, the woman, you can see her head is just sort of like she has a cloak over her over her face, um, but she looks like she is in sort of like a black and red kind of cloak with armor underneath. Um, 
from what you would guess and surmise, they look more like an adventuring band uh, than anybody yep. going in here. They have weapons drawn. As they get closer to the temple, you do hear them. You do hear the woman sort of shush the dwarves from from talking amongst each other, um, and they enter inside. And that's basically what what you've been able to grab in the quick information from them. Hmm. Griff's gonna run over and try and catch them. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so they've entered inside the temple. You go. You start walking all the way down. Um, you go into like a little bit of a jog. Um, yeah. Do you want to give me um uh, a sneak check now? Now that you're actually sort of running down the uh down the ways after them. Yep. <laughs> nice. Fourteen. That's... All right. So yeah. So you make your way. Um, and then you get to the temple door. Um, and you see them uh, at the end of the uh, like over towards uh, here. I'll actually move your character for yep. you. Um, cool. You see them over. You see where three is right here. Uh, at, uh, okay, like, yeah. Um, you see them sort of like what looks like looking down that pit um, and um, chatting. Um, and you are just sort of watching from behind um, as you see him tie a rope to like one of the pillars um, with like a weight at the end of the rope and throw it down the hole. And then, um, yeah, you're able to, if you want to go approach them, you can do that. Yep. Okay. Um, I've just got somebody at the door. I'm sure it's just a delivery. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go. Three seconds. Yep. Oh, maybe no a worries. second. So. Okay. So, yeah, so what do you want to do, Martin? Cool. Um, well, so Griff was going to go in and say hello and see what they were up to and maybe try and get uh, some assistance, possibly join forces and that sort of thing. But he's also kind of curious as to what's down the bottom of this pit. Mm-hmm. Um, so he figures that if he hangs back for a bit and uh, waits for any screaming or whatever, that could be a good idea. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so you sort of just move up um, closer and closer, just watching. You go from like pillar to pillar. Um, I just imagine like in there, they still they have like torches out and such. Yeah. Um, you sort of just uh, sort of like roll behind different little cover as they're moving around, uh, getting tools out, um, and then they uh, start to descend. You see, it looks like two dwarves go down first, um, and then uh, it looks like um, she goes down. And then you see two more dwarves uh, go down uh, after her. Um, and you get closer and closer. Um, it looks like what they've done so far is they haven't left anything behind except this rope. Um, it looks like, you know, there's no supplies left behind. There's no guard. Um, and they've attached lanterns to their waists. And you can sort of look down the hole um, and see that they've just started making their way down further and further. Um, and then it looks like... What you would probably guess is the floor that you were on. Um, yep. They kick open part of what looks like some brick and make their way down under that first floor um, through this hole. Um, and then they sort of disappear out of sight. Now, all okay. of this is obviously happening across like 15, 20 minutes or so. This isn't like an instant yeah. drop down, break it down. You're just watching without being seen as they go through mm. this. Um, and then you see that they they let the they let the rope go. They all like unhook themselves. Um, and the rope is just hanging there, um, basically held where they got off, down at the first floor. Interesting. So Griff is thinking, A, there wasn't something horrendous at the bottom of this that's got him, which is it's a good start. Um, ah, 
I don't know. I mean, he's he's sort of thinking he could take this rope away and, and maybe they can't get back up then, but that seems a bit mean and evil. <laughs> um, it's not really Griff's style. They've done nothing to him. Uh, they're <laughs> probably just going to soften these things up for Griff, so he's going he's gonna to leave them. He's, he's okay. Sounds good. Um, however, Griff is minded of the fact that he um, left Drun, the, uh, the temple guy, after oh, killing him. Oh, yeah. And forgot to loot the body. So, um, in in his haste to uh, to protect the prisoners, so he's gonna have, gonna have a really quick sneaky look look down the stairs just to see if he can yeah. kind of see or hear anything. Yeah, very, so very you, sneakily. So you run back to those stairs, um, and we'll. Uh, it looks like they're pretty clear um, from what you can yep. tell. Um, and you're making your way down the stairs. Yep. Okay. Let me just we'll just go to that next map here, um, and I'll just move you. To bomb the stairs. Um, I think it was literally just around the corner to the north. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you you make your way up there. Um, do you want to give me another sneak check? Yep. Oh, I didn't have the plus four. It's not. All right. Yeah. Right. Nice. That's, that, that's that's already good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you make you make your way up. You can go up to that junction there where the fight occurred. Yep. Um. So what you see here um, is quite the ghastly sight. Um, it looks like um, parts of bodies are left here, um, but it looks like the majority of the corpses have been dragged off to this Ooh. door at the end of the tunnel um, to your left, the yep. the leftmost part of the junction. Um, it looks like you can see blood trails and tracks of several feet. The feet look elongated. They, I mean, they look humanoid, but they look elongated, um, like as a very tall humans yep. uh, grab them. Um, but what you do see on the ground here, um, outside of like bits of cloth and fabric, um, you do see what looks like what you would guess is um, the spell book that belonged to Drune. Uh, it looks crushed um, and soaked in blood, um, but it could be still useful somewhat. Um, yeah, I think Griff's somewhat put off by the the carnage around here. Um, you know, he was hoping the bodies would still be there, as if they were. He'd only just left them, but that doesn't seem to be the case. And there seems to be activity down here. So, mm. if there's a spell book, Griff Griff will pocket that quickly and then uh, hot foot it back up the stairs. Sounds good. Yep, yeah, you immediately grab that, and like I said, as you, as you yeah. pull it up, like a little bit of like what was left of Drune uh, sort of slips out from the pages um, just on the nice. ground and you just uh, pocket it and run back up the stairs. Um, and we'll just see if anything else is around. Let's hope it isn't. Nope. Yeah, you uh, you you run back up the stairs um, and out. Uh, and are you making your way back to the ruins where your party is? Yeah. Sounds good. Yep. Yeah, so you just make your way back up there um, and you <laughs> just crawl back down and close the door behind you. Um, and you get back and you see what looks like Alan sleeping, but, uh, Bari and almost said, uh, he wouldn't stop complaining. So we just told him just to go back to sleep while uh, we were waiting for you. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah, it looks like another adventuring party down there from what can I Um, they went down that big pit they didn't die. So, uh, I don't know. guess it's all right. Oh, maybe and, that's uh, another way down, says Elmo. We could maybe, uh, yeah. or at least under escape, perhaps, depending on where we are in the dungeon. Oh, yeah, it's a good plan. Well, hopefully they leave their rope there, but um, no, we'll see. We'll see. They'll probably just get finished off by whatever's down there. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, I've got this book, but I think we should be back to bed. And uh, Barry, if you're going to take the, the last watch, 
Yeah, yeah, and he says, uh, yeah, it's not a problem at all, boss. You uh, you get some shut-eye. Um, and uh, he, Elmo, starts taking off his armor, um, and you guys head to sleep. And you are woken up um, by uh, Bari in the morning. says, uh, yeah, it's all clear on my end. The sun's coming out. I think we should uh, we should get going. Yeah, we should get these prisoners back to uh, to Omelette and, uh, yeah, stock up and Sounds come back good to again, me. I think. Yeah, so um, it looks like the prisoners are looking a little bit better, um, but you guys sort of pick them up, you sort of uh, drag them through. Uh, Alan runs off to grab the horses and gallops them back up towards the ruins here so he doesn't easily just put them onto the horses, um, and you guys get ready. Um, so for Homlet, uh, just so this is all up to you, Martin, obviously what you want to do. Is there mm. anything you want to do in Homlet, or do you want to drop these off, uh, do that sort of thing, and then head back to the temple? What's your uh, What's your plan? I think we'll drop off the prisoners. Um, it's probably worth having a conversation with them at some point later, but I'm guessing they still look a bit out of it. And yeah, yep, sounds good. Not good. Yeah, so we'll just do we'll just do a bit of a little a little montage here, uh, guys. Yeah. Uh, Marn, you and your party set out. Um, the sun's broken out. And it's very nice. It's actually, actually quite a nice day. Obviously, much nicer once you uh, leave where the temple is, where everything feels kind of dead, and just you have this ominous presence on you at all times. Um, but you head back down to Hamlet. Um, you drop off the prisoners to Turgeon, who takes them. Uh, he says he'll happily heal them, and he'll just put them in the infirmary of the church um, and get them back in top shape. Uh, it looks like he recognizes um, the two older men who looked at their merchants of the area. It looks like they probably were oh. ones that were kidnapped a while back. Um, and he says he'll send word once, they, once they're better if you want to talk to them about anything they might have experienced while they were down the temple. Um, yeah, you do that. Everybody just grab some food and some some supplies, um, and you guys get back on your horses. Um, and I guess honestly, because it takes about half day to get there, if you guys basically run out the rest of the day and then go the next day, now that you got your uh, you got your spellbook and all that, the stuff you want, pretty much. Um, yeah. You guys basically just get a proper sleep and rest here in Hamlet uh, and resupplied, and then you guys head back to the temple. Um, you leave your horses behind uh, in the same sort of hidden part of the clearing that you guys can, as you, as you did before. Um, and you are back at the temple. Um, you're still outside. Uh, what do you want to do, Martin? Um, so, I guess we're going to uh, go straight back in the main temple entrance again. Okay. And rather than head straight down the stairs, um, the ones we kind of came up and went down and came up and went down again. Yep. Um, we're going to have a quick look over the pit and see if there's a rope still there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, you've come back, um, and it looks like the rope is now gone. Uh, this rope looks like... Okay. Obviously, um, looking around, you can still see the evidence of the rope and all that sort of stuff having been there, just where it was and all that, um, but it looks like this party that was down here is either gone or somebody's cut this rope um, yeah. and taken it, so... Uh, Griff shrugged, shrugged his soldier and goes, oh, I don't know. Well, that's where they were. They, they went down there, but I guess we'll find out if they made it or not later <laughs> on. <laughs> so that's good. So are you going down the pit or are you going to go back down the entrance that you do know? Oh, I think we'll go down the entrance that we do know. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. Yep. So you go down the left entrance um, and you're back down those stairs. So Griff will say to the others, um, yeah, just, um, just back up at that cross. It's the scary dice again. Just back up that crossroads up the north there. Um, to to the west. Uh, looked like they dragged all those bodies into some sort of room. So, uh, I reckon we should check that out first. Just make sure there's nothing uh, too horrendous there. And yeah, that makes yeah. sense to me, boss. Um, 
Alan says, should we, uh, should we just kick down the door and, and swarm them? Do you think take them by surprise, oh, boss, or do you think we should sneak? Well, I think we should sneak and see if we can work out what's going on there first. I mean, if there's 20 of them or something, I think we'll give it a miss. But so let's, um, you know, that's a, a word to the wise. We'll, um, we'll, we'll scope the place out. We'll make a decision after we got all the facts. Okay. Uh, sounds good to me, boss. I can't move a token, apparently. There we go. Um, yeah, and do you want to give me a quick notice check, Martin? Yep. Uh, there we go. Okay. That's a nine. Um, so just before you get to that junction, like when you're going, I'll just move you back down here for a quick yeah. second. When you're on your way over there, you notice, uh, you see where like 109 is to the right? Yep. Um, you notice what looks like, hmm, what can only be described as um, a waterfall just right there. Not like a strong waterfall, but more like almost like suspended water sort of stuck in a cycle just going up and down um, just right in that entrance there. Oh, well, you don't see that every day. Any ideas, guys? Um... Alan, Alan looks over at it, and he like you guys are sort of all like behind like the walls here, kind of looking um, from a distance. He says, uh, "Isn't that where the uh, that rock creature went down, boss?" It is, but I mean, with the water thing, what's what's that all about? Uh, I, I don't know. Some sort of uh, some sort of yeah. magic, some sort of maybe like a, a wall or something. Sort of, I'm not sure. Ah. <sighs> You know what? I think we better leave that. We we can come back to that one. Yep. And yeah, the, the your crew sort of just nods, um, and you guys head up the junction that you were originally going to yeah. go to. Um, and yeah, so you are over near that door. Um, what do you want to do, Martin? Um, we'll listen at the original prisoner door, so the door to one one four. Yep. Um, that prisoner door is still open. It's sort of just it's just a jar. Okay. Um, and it looks like. Um, it's fully empty. Um, the obviously you are hit with the smells of the people that were once there, um, but overall it looks uh, totally deserted now. After the after the uh, yeah, after the, the 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 incident, we'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Griff will look at Alan and go right. Watch, this is uh, how you listen at a door. He's quite patronizing. <laughs> He's gonna wander over to the door and stick his stick his ear to it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm totally lost on Alan, and he patronizing. He's like, "Okay, boss, I'm I'm excited to learn." And you just sort of see Elmo kind of just give like a little eye roll. Um, and yeah, give me a give me a nose check, uh, Martin. Nice. Yeah, that's an okay. eight. Um, yeah, you hear, um, what sounds like, uh, weird ragged breathing, um, you hear, like, slobbering noises, um, and maybe a few bones crunching, uh, across the door. Hmm. Can I get the feel for how many things might be in there, or not really from the noise? Uh, yeah, no, from that, from that noise, I would say you can tell that there's at least three creatures in there. Uh, okay. So um, Griff will walk slightly back down the corridor mm -hmm. and just say to the others, I think there's three of them in there. Not quite sure what they are, but um, I don't know. I think they're meat eaters. Yeah, well, I mean, they uh, 
that's where those buys go. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's just some sort of like maybe some wolves or something they keep here chained up or something. Mm, no, I don't think it would be that lucky to be honest with you. But um, well, look, let's. I, I think we need to clear this place out. Let's um, yeah, you um, you hang back there. I'm gonna I'm gonna order floor again and uh, pop the door open. You get ready with the bows. Okay. Um, Alan Alan says, hey hey boss, like I'm not so great with the bow. Do you want me to open it and you three get ready with the bows? Um, well, that would be the smart move. I'm glad you're listening. That was a test, that was. Um, yeah, so, nice one. Um, so, yeah, you open the door, Alan, and us three will stay back now. Be careful you don't slip in that oil, because that could uh, have bad consequences. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can see he looks, he's beaming. He's uh, hes really proud of himself. Um, and Bari and uh, and Elmo just sort of share a look as they get their crossbow and bow ready. Um, and Alan goes towards the door. Um, the door itself, so like the door with the prisoners looked like it was like a metal door with like a lot of chains and stuff over it. This yeah. door in front looks kind of greasy. It looks old. It looks worn too. Like it looks like it gets opened a lot. Um, mm -hmm. And... Um, so uh, just before Alan goes off, he says, so boss, want me to open the door and do you want me to like attack or do you want me to just go to the side? Uh, no, no, you no, guys no, fire you, in? you come back here. Um, they should follow out. We've got the oil down there, you see. Hopefully they'll be sliding around. So you come back here. They'll be all over the floor and then we can either get them with bows or swords or whatever. But yeah, you, you, you don't need to um, put yourself in arm's way there. Just come back. Okay. Otherwise the oil won't do its work. Sounds good. And where'd you put the oil down again, Martin? Did you say you put like sort of like in the middle? Um, um yeah, if we sort of said there, so it's right there. Alan, okay, sounds good. Just a little yeah. bit off the door, but like not Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Yep. Yeah. Um so Alan Alan's ready. Um and he takes out he takes out a sword um in one hand, um, and he just uh grabs the knob and swings it open. Um and you see on their side what looks like gaunt, tall figures all with like sort of gray, clammy flesh, turn around with just sort of meat and viscera in their in their teeth, and they have these big sunken eyes, and they just go like, Rawr! and they run towards Alan, um, and Alan backs off. Um, so I'll let you guys fire off your three shots as a surprise round, then yep. we'll do initiative. Cool. More undead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and we'll do Elmo and Bari. Barry will be back up to full health. Yeah, and uh, you should be back at full health if you took oh. any damage last time. By the way, Martin. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Crossbow. Um, Elmo will go. Bow. Um, and Alan's backing off so he won't get stabbing. Um, okay. Well, Jesus. Okay, two hits from them. Um, so the two of them take down one. Did you? Uh, oh, you got an eight. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that will kill, I'll kill one. Um, but you see five more sort of stream oh, no. through the door. Uh, so we'll go into initiative here, Martin. And hopefully your initiative this, this, uh, this session will be better than last time. Where I don't think, I don't think you won a single initiative in the uh, last Oh no, uh, the dice were horrible last time. <laughs> oh god, uh, not much better now either. No better this time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I'm gonna go for one of those re-rolls. Oh, you're going for one of the re-rolls? Alright. Yeah, I think good. so. This, this could be the difference between another four attacks or not. Yeah. So. No, it sounds good. Because at this point, um, El uh, not Elmo, Alan is across the oil, but he's still sort of in yeah. their fight. He's going to try and keep backing off, so he's in front of the archers. Um, but we'll see here. Uh, okay. Five. So I rolled another two with a, a one that was a three again. So I'm going to go for the other re-roll, because the difference between potentially four attacks and 
and not is yeah is, absolutely no for sure. okay so you're gonna use one reroll oh there you go yeah. um yeah so <laughs> you have one reroll left one from no uh, no from I, I used them both oh you, oh you used them both oh yeah. i realize oh no <laughs> sounds good First, the first time I got exactly the same number. I got two on the dice, so. <laughs> oh, God, it's unfortunate. But at least you mean. have it now. Um, but they did just enough to kill one of them, so there's only five left. Yep. Um, all right, and you guys are going first. Um, and right. Um, Alan's giving enough. I'm going to say Alan's giving just enough space so he can't do the attack um, just because yeah. of the amount of space between the oil and them. Um, but you and Bari oh. and... Ooh. Griff rolls a 20. Ooh, nice. Alright, we got a 16 and a 12 on Bari. What is their AC? Oof. Their AC is 13. So you definitely oh. hit. Um, and Elmo hit. So you two, you two shoot one. Um Bari Bari's goes long. Um, but you guys don't take down that one, but he's still he's real hurt. He's real, real hurt. Um and okay. Uh and Alan's just gonna just gonna hold around. Uh, sorry, just hold his turn to attack once they get close yep. enough, um, and then they obviously move in um, and they start going onto the oil. Um, so I'll just have them do a quick. Um, hmm. I wonder if I still have their stat block here. There we go. Yeah, I'll just have them do a physical save each. Uh, failure, failure, oh, let's see here. So, one success, failure, failure, success, success. Okay, so, two failures, three succeed. Um, so, two slip and go prone. Uh, the other three slip but keep moving. Um, and they're going to uh, move on Alan. Um, Alan's going to attack the one that's already hurt, who saved. Yep. Um, and try and get rid of that one. Uh, so, he's going to take out his, or he's going to have his sword out, and he just slashes across. Um... Okay, yep. That is going to hit and kill. So Alan just cuts off one of their heads and he goes tumbling in front of you guys. And then the Good other job, Alan. two <laughs> Yeah, and Alan Alan you can see just has his um <laughs> has his shield up ready for uh some pretty hard attacks here. Mm -hmm. Um and so they go in with their claws. And I believe do they make two attacks each? They do. Ooh. Okay. Um that's not gonna hit. Uh, that is going to hit. Ooh. Um, okay, and now uh, let's see That's here. Good damage. Just a one. Yeah. Well, here's where it actually gets gets bad. Um, so, Alan, give me a physical save. He succeeds. All right, that's good. Um, so he's only going to take one damage from that guy, um, and the other guy is going to do his attacks on him. Um, because these ghouls are nasty if he doesn't, doesn't pass those saves. Ooh. Oh, boy. Um, so one hits again, um, and we'll just do a save for him. Come on, Alan. Come on, Alan. <sighs> All right. Mm. So, um, For the next four turns, um, Alan is uh, completely paralyzed. Um, all right. 
Uh, so they slash they slash into Alan, um, and he he only takes two damage, so he's doing okay. He's at six out of eight uh, hit points. Um, but you do see him just sort of frozen there like a statue. Um, he's still holding a sword and a shield out, um, but he is in trouble there. Um, and that is now uh, back to you guys. Um, Come on, Elmo. Get in there with your sword or your axe. You, you think so? All right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Elmo will take him off. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, Elmo, Elmo drops his bow and pulls out his war axe, um, and then runs in um, and yeah. slashes the one that just paralyzed uh, um, Alan there. Okay, big hit from him. Ooh, nice. Okay, yeah, and he immediately just chops this ghoul in half, um, sending it backwards. Uh, and then now it's you and Bari. There's still one who's on uh, Elmo and Alan, and the other two are still yep. prone. Come on, let's hit. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. Bari. Okay, nice. Bari also hits. Uh, yeah, so between you two, um, your arrow goes into one eye and the crossbow bolt goes into the other and this thing just grabs its head <laughs> as it falls down dead next to Alan. Um, and then the other two, it's their turn. Um, they're going to get up. Um, for their turn um, and start yep. sort of slipping and sliding. So I'll make them do another physical save each to see if they can get over towards you guys now that they're sort of covered in oil. Um, I guess evasion would probably work better, actually, more than physical, but it's fine. They're, yeah. they're both the same, so doesn't really matter. Okay, one fails and just keeps just sort of slapstickly, sort of just has the splits <laughs> and falls down. Uh, but the other one gets up uh, and he goes after um, Alan, who... Now I'm gonna say I'm gonna go, I'm gonna give this guy a plus two since he can't defend himself um, yep. with his paralysis. Uh, so he goes in for a big bite, um, and we'll see here. So actually, is different damage I believe. Uh, oh no, it's the same, so it doesn't matter. Um, so then go in, and he's gonna do uh, two damage on Alan. So Alan is getting, you see Alan's eyes are fully wide as he just gets this giant chomp. Mm. Um, Alan is now down to four out of eight hit points. You see blood coming out of him. Um, his uh, whole face is just covered in blood as the creature sort of goes like for his neck and shoulder, just trying to get some exposed flesh. Um, but he can't do anything as he's just stuck there as this thing munches on him. Um, Boy, and... leave it. Leave him. <laughs> and then we are going to go to uh, your turn. Come over here. You look like you need some sunshine, you do. All right. And uh, I, I love it. Uh, let's see. Elmo, I guess, is going to try and attack him. Um, yep. And then I think you guys are going to do your attack. Oh, Griff's just going to insult him a bit more. You pasty face. <laughs> Get over here. So Elmo misses. Um, he can turn that into a hit, but I think you guys are going to be fine here because he does yeah. five damage with shock and you, yeah, you do six of the bow. So he gets a good axe into him and sort of pulls him open for you just out of the way of Alan. And then you just shoot, um, your bow straight, uh, sorry, your arrow, uh, straight into its neck. Um, and it falls down dead. Um, and then, uh, Barry's going to fire off his crossbow at the one doing the splits on the ground, um, in yep. the oil. Um, Okay, and he can't do it. Um, Barry is consistent. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, you hear from the room these creatures came in, um, more growls and howls as you hear a door slam open, um, and you okay. hear the shuffling of feet going in. You can't see them yet, um, but you can hear uh, more is coming. Um, 
All right. Uh, and then that's that creature's turn. He's going to try and get up again. Um, and I'll make him do an evasion save. Um, he fails. He just can't get up. Yep. Um, and uh, Elmo, for his turn, uh, hearing these creatures going down the hall, um, just uh, lights a torch uh, for his turn and just drops it on the oil where the where the ghoul is just sort of uh, already sort of slipping and sliding on and just starts to create just this fire between that side uh, and where Alan is. Um, and what do you want to do for your turns? Uh, so Griff's going to grab another flask of oil and literally just sort of pitch it into the flames. Sounds good. All right. Hopefully it's going to break and spread everywhere. Yeah. So I'm just going to do, um, this thing's already felt a bunch of saves. I'm not going to, I'm not going to let it do another yeah. save, but I'm just going to do two, six damage. All right. So just from the fire from both oil, uh, you just keep the fire going even more and you hear it screeching out as it's just covered in oil now as it's all lit, uh, completely. <laughs> um, and, uh, Barry's going to fire his crossbow at the one who's on fire. Um and yep, hits, kills it as it's scree as it's screaming, it just that scream dies in its throat um as it's uh, cut down by Bari. Um and then you see six more of these creatures uh come through um that room and are now on the other side of the fire. Um though you see almost like an intelligence in their eyes, um, as they see you guys with like with bows and the fire. Um, and you see them licking their lips and looking very, very hungry. Um, but they start to sort of back off, uh, from where you are, um, and close the door. Oh, right. Okay. I was going to start tossing some ghoul parts through the, the, the flames, but, um, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> um, but you do see like almost their eyes are fixed on all of you. You have this sort of almost, it's hard to, I guess, uh, almost like a, a primal fear that these creatures will not forget you or your scent. <laughs> um, and they're just smart enough to know to not stick around for your arrows and, and bolts to pierce them. Um, and soon after the fire still going for a little bit, um, but Alan is able to come out of it. Um, yeah. And you just, he just lets out this really like deep yell um, and just uh, basically hyperventilates for a little bit. Um, before composing himself um, as he's finally free from this paralysis. Um, it's not nice, though, is it? It's like having one of them nightmares where you can't move, but you're still awake. If you've ever had one of those, you're not very good. Um, anyway, um, Griff will, will try and heal him a bit. Sounds good. Okay, that's all good. And yeah, you pass. Uh, just do a d6 plus one. On d6 plus one. Nope. <laughs> what you happened? Just, uh, yeah, I think you just typed it in. You forgot to do an R slash. You can probably just hit oh, the... Oh, I did, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can always just hit the, the button and add a plus one as well. It's always That's how I do it usually because it's faster. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Okay. So he's back to full health after that. Uh, you sort of just patch up his, his bite and claw wounds um, and he's feeling better. Um, and as you patch him up, the fire goes down um, and you see the door swing open. Um, as the six of them come through, you see them no longer worried with the fire gone. Um, they charge down the hallway towards you guys. Um, oh shit, they're a bit keen, right? <laughs> <sighs> Round and, two then. Yeah, and we'll just we'll just keep your initiative from last time since you spent since you since you spend money on it. Well, uh, I'll be I'll be nice. Yeah. Um, let yeah. you guys go first. Um, but they start charging down, claws and fangs biting at you. Um, and they step over the corpses of uh, <laughs> of their fellow ghouls. Um, all right, what do you want to do, Martin? 
Yeah. Um, so Griff is going to fire off his bow. We got them the last time, or we'll get him again. Uh, but not with a nine. All right. Um, oh, does you, that hit? Uh, let's see here. That does hit. Yeah. Hey, cool. Yep. So you shoot one. Um, Bari's going to shoot the same one to try and take it down. Yep. Um, I believe there's six in this one. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there's six. Okay. Um, uh, Bari also hits uh, and just, I think, just makes it. Um, and that's enough to actually kill him. Um, so oh. you're, again, you guys take down one. Uh, and then Alan and uh, Elmo seems to not be too keen to let Alan be sort of alone here. Uh, yeah. Those two are in front of you guys um, and they start swinging uh, axe and sword at the uh, at these ghouls. Um, so, uh, I think Alan wants to, no, he doesn't. Elmo wants to make that a hit, I think. Yeah, Elmo will make that oh, a hit. No. Uh, oh my God, did they both roll ones? They did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they can both turn those into hits. Um, yeah. and Alan, Alan kills one and then, um, Elmo severely wounds the other, um, slicing into him. Um, and that means there's four left, uh, two are on Elmo, two are on Alan, um, and they go for their claw attacks. Um, they look hungry. So these are the two claw attacks on Elmo. Gotta be a miss. That's a um, hit, is it? Let's see here. Uh, one, one is a hit, um, and that will be a physical save for Elmo. Um, do, 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 physical save. Uh, failure. Um, Elmo is now uh, paralyzed for six rounds um, as he's just Yeesh. hit. Uh, and how much damage does that do? Two damage. Okay. Um, so he's at 13. He's okay on health, um, but he is hurt. And then there is the two on Alan uh, who are going to make their attacks. And this might get really bad depending on how things go. Oh, no. All oh, right, no. they both miss, I'm fairly sure. Oh, do they? Yep, both miss. Um, cool. They just miss. Uh, and they just sort of scratch off of him. He seems to sort of hit their hands out of the way. Uh, it seems like Alan perhaps is learning how to actually fight these things a little bit better now. Um, and then we'll go back to your turn, guys. Um, right. Come on, Bari, you can um, you can get him again. So uh, Griffin and Bari are going to shoot, shoot them. Oh, God, Alan. Jesus. Um... Alan's just going to use a shock damage on that one that was already hurt by Elmo and cuts that one down. Yep. Um, and then Bari is going to fire off his crossbow. Nice, Griff, you hit. Um, oh. Good God. Okay. Um, <laughs> you hit killing one um, as as your arrow just sails over Alan and just hits one yeah. right through the right through the cranium. He goes down. There's two left, um, and they both turn on Alan, who is the obvious threat right now. Um, and they start slamming their claws uh, into him, hoping to find some nice fresh meat. Good. That's also good. So two fails there. Ooh, and one hit. And oh. then one miss. All right. So we got... Oh, I think I rolled... That, that one that one that was an extra That's one nice. <laughs> yeah that was an extra one by accident uh it's <laughs> only one hit um so alan is going to take uh two damage yeah um and he's going to make a physical save okay, okay. and he's good 
Um, and yeah, so Alan being <laughs> severely pissed off now, um, slashes out at one of them, and then Barr's also going to fire off another crossbow. Um, Alan immediately kills one, and um, what, nice. are you doing? what are you doing? Uh, uh, Griff is going to fire another... Well, maybe not. Does he need... Yes, he does need yeah, two. Yeah, he's going to need one. <laughs> nice. This will probably just yes. kill him. Yes. Yes. Oh. All right. Um, that's good enough. It, it's, it's like one hit yeah. went off. Yeah, you guys just shoot them uh, again, and then um, Alan just cuts them down easily. Um, and soon after... Uh, Elmo kind of regains his uh, his muscles and is able to move again, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, yeah. that's that's not fun." <laughs> oh. You were leaving those for Alan, weren't you? You're doing a good job, there, Alan. You're making good use of that sword. I'd say so, sir. Yeah. Oh God, I really, really hate those things. No, oh, I know. Well, let's hope there's not another six that pops out. Hey, we should um, tread carefully around these things. Um, and Alan, Alan says, yeah, and, uh, he sort of eventually actually just kind of kills over for a second and just starts vomiting the smell of all these dead ghouls just sliced and, and stabbed open here. Uh, just with their mm -hmm. regular smell is just a little bit overwhelming for him with everything else going on. Um, but then he soon just grabs the skin, drinks it and just regains his composure. Um, and you just see him sort of bar kind of clapping him on the back. It says, uh, all right, boss. Uh, what, 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 what now? Well, I think we should probably go in there. I mean, I think anything that's going to come out has probably come out. Um, yeah, go on. Let's just have a look around. Sorry, All right. Uh, um, cautiously enters the room. Sounds good. Yeah, so you uh, you cautiously enter the room. Um, your group's following you closely. Um, Alan and Elmo are really close to you with their melee weapons drawn out. Um, and Bari's kind of, kind of has his back to the group with his crossbow ready, just watching the back, sort of slowly backing up. Yeah. Um and so in this room, um, you don't really find much of value except for in one of the boxes, um, as you sort of go through and look around, um, you find this gorgeous six-inch-tall, six uh, finely carved little ivory statuette. Um, the <laughs> statuette looks like it is to some sort of very old being. Um, it looks kind of demonic in nature, um, mm. and it's worth about 50 silver pieces. Okay, cool. This could be useful. Well, that's a nice little trinket. And uh, Griff will shove it in his backpack. Um, do we get any idea as to which of these two doors these uh, it's other ghouls this have? One, this one here right, is open. Okay. He's open now, yeah. This, so Griff this will one listen. here is still slow. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to listen at that door and just see what, yeah. uh, what he can hear. Give me a nose check. So notice check is... Oh, nice. Nine. Nice. Very good. Very good. So uh, you listen to that door um, and you don't hear anything and you're there for about like a minute or so just trying to listen. Um, and you would assume it's empty except for your eagle eyes. You notice just as you're turning away from the door to go like, you know, basically talk to the group or just look away. You notice just for a, like a quarter of a second, a little quick shadow just across the door. Okay. Um, there's somebody directly on the other side. So Griff is going to, with his backpack to the keyhole of the door, um, just sort of point out to the others, someone in there, um, indicating that people should get their bows out and get ready to fire. Okay, yep, yeah, and they're and they're ready. Um, 
And they, they have and their uh, their bows out. And Alan's near you with his sword. Griff will uh, kneel down and sort of open the door, push it over, and then sort of shoot back towards the wall. Okay, sounds good. Um, yeah, so you you do that all in one all in one swoop, um, and uh, Alan gets ready with his sword branch, and the other two have uh, their uh, bow and and uh, crossbow. And when you sit on the other side of the door are two creatures that look very similar to each other. Um, they're probably both about seven feet tall, um, but they're hunched over, like, almost on all fours. Um, one has long, black, scraggly hair going over his face. Um, their, their colored sort of palette looks more, like, bluish, purple, still white and humanoid, um, okay. but definitely, definitely sort of wrong um and they have long sort of fangs bared um but as everybody's about to like let loose they both put their sort of both put their hands up and go wait wait don't don't fire who, who are you working for we're, we're we're guards guards with with those and he points towards the the ghouls that are dead in the hallway we we wish not to to die, you let us go. We go our separate ways. No, right. nobody gets hurt. Where exactly would you go? Um, upstairs, out of temple. Upstairs. A quick question for you. Um, I'm assuming that you could have gone upstairs before. Why haven't you gone upstairs before? They, they promise us fresh, fresh meat. Half of the prisoners held held him in that, in that room. Right. We get, we share amongst all of us. Hmm. Yes. Um. Well, tell you what. I'll make a deal with you. Yeah, and like you just see like one sort of bloodshot eye just sort of twitching, looking at you. There's a room round the corner there. You can take what's left of those things in the corridor into that room um you can uh, you can munch on them in there if you want we'll close the door we've got a few bits of business to do here and on the way out we'll let you out how about that um they they they, they look at each other and says you you'll lock us up and you'll leave us there we don't we don't no, trust no, you no 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 well you got you got you got a couple of choices we can either working out between us now, if you know what I mean, and you see what happened to those, or you can take a risk. Um, Maybe I'll let you out. I mean, I will let you out, but, you know, <laughs> may, it's, it's better than what's going to happen otherwise, so i just get on with it. <laughs> yeah, and you see you see the one that's probably like a little bit bigger, probably the one sort of in charge, the one who's been talking so far, kind of just scratches the brick on the ground, um, sort of thinking... Um, it, it, they're giants or like white saucery bloodshot eyes just kind mm. of looking towards you sort of assessing your entire group um, just the little black beady people kind of jumping between all of you um, and uh, give me a convince check Martin um, and due to the fact that you have used like all the dead bodies as kind of um, <laughs> evidence of what you guys are capable of with 12 dead ghouls in there um, oh, yes. I'll give you a plus one on top of this convince roll um, so can I? I'm going to remember for the first time in 13 episodes. Can I reroll you this? You can reroll that. Yeah, <laughs> and that is still a good roll. This is just a little bit of a hard DC because of uh, you're trying yeah. to convince them of something that's very much like they're worried about. 
Uh, um, no, that's good enough. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. no, I mean eight, eight, eight is like a is like a hard is like a like yeah. sort of hardest pass. Um, no, you're all good. Um, and they they look and they don't look happy about it. Um, but they they go fine. But you must let us out. Yeah. Oh well, there's no. I mean, I, yeah, it's easier for us if that's what I do. So trust me. It'll be fine. And they they sort of scamper like around you a little bit. Um, they they their backs are always towards the wall, and like they're always facing you as they're moving through. Um, and they start just grabbing up the the bodies on the ground with with ease. Um, and just throwing them into like that room there. Um, yeah. And you can see how strong these wiry creatures are. Um, and as they go in and they start munching on their. I guess past comrades, uh, you slam the door and chain it up and lock it. We'll be back shortly, don't you worry. Um, says very convincingly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Um, and they, you just hear the sounds of munching and like breaking bones and um, <laughs> that sort of thing. Griff, in there. Griff, Griff turns around to Elmo and goes, "Oh, that was an odd encounter. I wasn't expecting that to happen. But have you got any idea what they are?" Um, he he just says, "No, I've." I haven't seen anything quite like that. Some sort of they they no. they, they looked severely dangerous, though, sir. I don't know if we should yeah. let them out. If I'm being honest, no. Well, I mean, uh, we we've dealt with them for now, so well, we'll see what happens, eh? Um, and Barry says, uh, you know, there's a if we want to be, I guess, humane about it, we can always just put a bunch of oil at the door and lay it up and just let them asphyxiate. Humane. Alan Al- 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 looks over at Barry, of kind of like with a a look of mm, that's uh it's a little messed up. What would you say, uh, Griff? What was uh... <laughs> uh, Gr- Griff was basically um asked to say to Barry, well, that's not not very humane, is it? I I wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of you. <laughs> Barry says, well, I mean, they they'll just uh, you know the 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 lack of oxygen, they'll just they'll just pass out nicely. Well. Yeah. I know what you're saying, but the the thing is, I mean, if we leave them in there a bit, I reckon they're going to get hungry, don't you? Yeah, of course. So if we went across, you know, um, you know, came across another couple of Templars or whatever, and um, we told them that there were some prisoners in that room there, they'd probably believe us. Hmm. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying, boss. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then we're not doing anything, are we? Just letting nature take its course. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just hope they can't break down that door, boss. Yeah. Well, let's get on with it, shall we? <laughs> yeah, and uh, the guys all sort of just get yourselves together. Um, <laughs> that was great, Bard. Um, cool. <laughs> so yeah, so what do you what do you want to check out first? Uh, I think the room to the north, the one with the ghouls, rather than the two weird yeah. things that we don't know what they are. Sounds good. So you guys, uh, yeah, you go into that room there. Um, and this one, I'm just going to say it now so, so you just have this in the back of your mind. All these rooms stink horribly. It is like some of the <laughs> worst smells all in this nice, disgusting bouquet of just uh, burnt hair, old flesh, <laughs> um, every smell nice. the body can produce and turned up to 11. Um, this is not a nice part of the dungeon, if there is a nice part at all. Um, it isn't this bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So in this room, um, 
there isn't much to see so much. Um, you see what looks like um, a barrel over the left side. You see this broken down sort of table with uh, some smashed up chairs. Um, you see what looks like a big sack, which looks like it's carrying something. Um, and then you see a Dorth, uh, a Dorth, <laughs> a door leading north. <laughs> the, a north door. A north door, also known as a Dorth. <laughs> cool. Um so Griff will ask Elmo to go and have a forage around the, the wreckage of the table and chairs. It will instruct Alan to look through the sack and well, Bari, you're not very lucky, so I'm gonna look through this barrel. Uh, he's gonna go look through the barrel himself. <laughs> Sounds good. Yep, yeah, so you uh, yeah, why don't you give me a Noah's check? Yep. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, um so this is pretty fairly simply you just check out the um the barrel um the barrel itself looks like it's empty um except actually no sorry it's not empty but it's filled with like rocks and such yeah. um it looks like a weight and then you kind of just pushed over to the side um and you notice a small hole underneath it um and you find what looks like um in various coinage just uh to keep Ooh. it simple for you um like you see like silver gold copper other things yeah. um but all together um you see what looks like it's worth about um 200 silver pieces um in different currencies some very old some of the minting is of kingdoms and uh Ooh. places that you don't recognize or ones that you do that are very you know uh, far gone they are they no longer are in existence um i don't know how, i know i know griff is somewhat of a worldly character in the sense of he's gone around a lot but i don't know how yeah. much he's you know used to uh history or like that well versed with it um what would oh, you I say i don't recognize some of these or oh, i've been around a bit but i don't <laughs> think he's very well versed in history but i think he's very well versed in pinching things from, yeah. from people far and wide so. <laughs> perfect yeah so he knows he knows just enough that like he knows sort of what they are but doesn't necessarily know exactly where they're from but they are all like silver and gold and electum so they all work very nicely um as as a currency um outside of that um alan comes over with the sack and just puts it on the table and he says uh, hey boss i think this looks like uh the clothes that belong to those prisoners uh, uh -huh. he says uh, he sort of pulls out and he says like I count about I don't know 8 or 10 um, ooh no and he sort of goes through like oh no about like 14 or 15 um, oh, okay uh, and you well, like you look around you see like a bunch of other clothes that sort of been used and mauled probably as makeshift beds for these creatures um, as you yeah. see like a bunch of them are sort of piled on the ground um, but yeah right okay now we better um, listen to that door at the north and see what uh Unholy terrors are behind that one. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you, uh, yeah, give me, give me a nose check. Okay, yeah, no, you don't notice anything from this room. So, Griff will open the door. Yeah, Hopefully. no, uh, this room, uh, seems empty. Um, and also what I'll say here, just so you're... Just to, we'll just, mm -hmm. we'll basically write on this little thing. I messed up which door those two creatures were in. They were in this, they were in this room, not uh, the okay. room left. Right. So just to basically write on what happened, all that happened the same way. It's just that it was in this room yeah. and not the other room. Um, and with that said, going off of that, um, you do hear from the door in the north, you hear um, a door open up um, and you hear like running like away from you guys um, in that northern, from that northern room. Uh. 
So yeah, guys, for the first time, I think we're we're in luck. Something's just run away. So Griff will, uh, will spring open the door. Yep. So you open up that door, um, and it looks like it's just a small little room. Again, horrible, horrible smell. Um, and that door on the right in this small little room is swung open, and you hear the footsteps running south. Okay, interesting. Right, come on. We, we can trace these, uh, track these guys down, I reckon. And Griff's going to stop. Yeah, you, you can track, and I'll say this, actually. Yeah. Um, you'll just know they are way faster than you guys. I mean, obviously, you can uh, probably okay. track them over a long distance um, if you really want to. Um, but I'll say that you can see them um, as they turn, like, the second junction back up the stairs. You see it looks like two more of those weird, long-haired, giant creatures kind of almost galloping, uh, like, okay. these demonic horses just sort of go, like, they're, they're on, like, they're like that, the way they gallop yeah. is like that, and they sort of just see them go around the corner, um, and then disappear. Eesh, not liking this place very much. Um... So we're going to do a little... Was there anything in that room that we we just ran out of? Um, so, yeah, we can there. go back into both those rooms, yeah. and we'll just cover that now. I'm just going to roll a little... Yeah. little let's see a little encounter here. It's been a few scenes. Uh, let's, do, let's do another one just to see if anything happens. Just, uh, okay, you know, you're good. Um, yeah, so uh, you are so far quiet here, uh, and this is going to cover those two rooms. So if you want to just give me another notice check as you sort of uh, pilfer through the different uh, hides you find behind different little, um, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Good, uh, that's a nine. A nine's really good. Um, and you sort of go through uh, here and there. Um, so you do see a chest. Um, ooh, actually, there's a little little, little box text ooh. for you here. Oh, box um, text <laughs> for this uh, this room down the south there, the ones with the with the two creatures you saw first. Um, a ten foot alcove is in the northeast corner of the room. Its walls were once plastered and painted, but where the covering still remains, some sort of mold or similar growth has discolored it sufficiently to make the colors and subject matter indistinguishable. Bones are heaped in a pile in the alcove, and it's a disgusting odor lingers about the place. Torn cloth and old cushions are piled to form two tangled nests of bedding near the south door. A large iron-bound chest with a heavy padlock stands in the southeast corner. Um, so, um, you have that chest there in room 117, um, and you can check that out if you want. Remember, guys, there's some some mold there. You remember what happened in the moat ice? Be careful. Yeah, and they uh, they keep their eyes out for that. Um, mm. and Barry says, do you want me to try this one, uh, boss? Uh, yeah, go on then. Uh, yeah, and so Barry will just do a quick sneak, trying to open up this, uh, this chest. Um, yep, and he just, uh, quickly cracks it open. Uh, it looks like the, it looks like the lock is somewhat new, but not something that's all that of great design, and he's able to quickly open it up and pop it open. Um... And he's like, ooh, look in here, boss. What's in there? Um, and he pulls out what looks like a bunch of silver pieces. Um, so uh, I believe that will be about... Um, you find 60 silver pieces, Martin. Nice. Um, but what he seems to show you is it looks like this um, this brooch with a carnelian stone um, with, a, with some sort of coat of arms on it. Huh. That's odd. I don't recognize that one. Yeah, and it's not one you. Uh, yeah, it's not one that you've ever seen before. Um, but what you can tell is that it's worth about five hundred silver pieces. Um, perhaps more if sold to the right person who might know what it is. 
Oh, looks like a tasty little um, piece, huh? We'll, um, we'll take that back to Nero and see what she says. Yeah, and he um, pulls out what looks like a silver tube, which the tube itself you can tell from like Ooh. how nicely made it is that it's it's worth 35 silver pieces. Yeah, um, is there anything in the silver tube? Yeah, he uh, pops it open and pulls out what looks like a scroll and uh, hands it to you. Um, you can give me Ooh. a no roll if you want to try and read it, just sort of to surmise yeah. what kind of scroll it is. Um, you want to do a re-roll on that? Uh, I'll do a re-roll This is going to be that. pretty tough on this. This is less of an identify and more just able to sort of read, I guess, what it yeah. is. There you go. Nice. Ooh, ten. ten. Um, you can tell this is a protection from undead scroll. Uh-huh. Little, little uh-huh. irony. <laughs> yeah. Where's where's our spellcaster, hey? Where <laughs> on earth has Naomi gone? Yeah, Al- Alan says, uh, yeah, I really uh, I do miss her boss. She's a uh, yeah, pretty good healer. Yeah, I think you know? Not, not that your work is any is, is bad or anything, as he sort of just like scratches the bandage you put around him after he got bit. But uh, <laughs> I don't know she she had a way with uh, with the bandages. Um, let's see here. Um, let's see. Ooh. Okay, so. This little hall that you're in, mm. um, it looks like the creatures that ran off um, were living in a bit of a nicer spot here. Um, this okay. spot looks like it was um, a little bit better kept than the other, than the other ones, um, though still disgusting and smelling of filth. Um, but um, they ran off. So what you see in here is on like the west wall of that of this 118 that you're in here, the small little hallway. Um, you see what looks like um, a very nice shield. Um, on the shield, um, it looks like some sort of old emblem, some sort of old symbol. Um, you can't necessarily really make out what it is, um, but it does look like um, it looks like sort of a, a scorpion hybrid with something else. It's kind of hard to really make out what the artist is going for, but it is very strange looking. It's interesting. Um Oh, the shield itself looks, looks normal, like in terms of like its design okay. and everything. And, like, but like the, the art itself is what's probably the mm. most interesting about it. Um, and the shield shield's in good condition; looks very shiny and all that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah. yeah, well, we'll take this one. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. You take that, and uh, Barry just grabs it. He's like, "Here, I can hold on to this boss. You, you're holding lots yeah, of coins thanks. there." Um, he just yep. sort of puts it on his back. Right. How are, we, how are we doing for time, by the way? Are we, uh, do we, have we got the impression that it's getting late in the evening, or are we still um, good? To... No, this is the next day. You guys set out first light, so it's only about half yeah. halfway. Uh, you went cool. through. We had a few different rooms. You've waited around, done some healing. So I'd say it's probably around like 3 p.m. or so at this point. Yeah. So you still have a few few more hours of adventuring in you. And I think we're fairly confident we've got somewhere we can stay. Yeah. The, uh... Yeah. Well, cool. at least, yeah, uh, you know. As long no, as we didn't get uh, killed there before, so exactly. Yep, it's all good. <laughs> right, well, can't be hanging around all day. We got uh, things to do, heads to break. Um, so Griff will uh, head back on over there. I think so. We'll go through the rooms that we we came through. Yep. Sounds good. And go through the unexplored door. Yeah, so you go through that door. It looks like it's just a hallway that leads up, um, and then and then sort of like goes off and veers off to the east. So you can go up that hallway if you want. So we're gonna we're gonna go slowly. 
We're not sneaking, but we're not um, not going along banging our swords on our shields or anything Sounds like that. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. So yeah, you see you go up, and then like you see this this uh, hall sort of turns off, and then you go down, and it turns again, uh, and you're currently hanging north, and then you're in this room, what lo- which looks like a banquet hall. This huge place is over 100 feet long and 30 feet wide in the main portion. The litter of tables, trestles, benches, chairs, and stools scattered and heaped about the place that the great revelries of evil were once conducted here. Uh, bits of tapestries and drapes still hang here and there, and there from the walls. Bones and whole skeletons can be seen on the floor and under the heap of broken furniture. A skirmish in the greater battle for the temple was surely fought in this place. Um, so a lot of it looks very old. It looks like it hasn't yeah. really been touched much since. After our last tangle with skeletons, Griff's going to kind of just poke them a little bit and make sure they're not moving. Yeah, no, they seem totally normal. Um, sorry, they seem totally, yeah, uh, un, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Not super fucky skeletons. They're just uh, normal yeah. skeletons just sitting here. Uh, you poke at them, their bones kind of rattle a little bit. Uh, but outside of that, uh, they seem totally fine. Um, yeah. I think these aren't too much of a danger. Um, Griff's going to have a quick look behind the tapestries to see if there's anything yeah. weird or funky. Yeah, you look through and it, like you sort of run your hands through like the, the mortar and the bricks and everything, and it looks pretty much um, normal. You don't you don't find anything of value in terms of like any sort of hidden hidden yeah. secrets or anything like that. Um, and you can also move yourself around this room if you want, Martin, so you can see a little bit better because I know your characters can only see you so yeah. far. Um, but yeah, you, you walk around, you check through different parts. Um, your group, uh, just uh, Barry keeps an eye out while Elmo and Alan help you sort of search through the tables and chairs and bones and everything. Um, it seems like anything of value, like any nice goblets or plates yeah. or silverware were all taken long ago. Um, but what is left behind are a bunch of weapons that could be used um, if you guys want them or if you lose your own. There's lots of like long swords and axes. Nothing that stands out as like special. A lot of them are rusted and old, um, but in good fine condition. Um, if you do, uh, if you do need a weapon in a you know, yeah. in a tight spot. Um, are there like three spears there or something like that? Yep. Just a. A quantity of weapons that aren't particularly... Yeah, yeah. So um, Griff will grab, like, I don't know, three or four spears. And okay. he'll pick up. You know, I'm, I've got an idea for these. I'm, I'm just going to... Um, and he'll sort of grab them so he's got... Um, you know, they're, they're sort of sitting in both arms. Yep. Sounds good. Right. Anyway, come on. Let's see uh, see what's around this corner here. So are your arms so... sort of taken up by these two spears in each? Like, are you, like, yeah. sort of just, like, you have, like, two bundles, basically, like, under each arm? Or, like, what's Yeah, the... he's just he's just sort of, he's just got them sort of held like that in okay. the, uh, the round of the arm. Sounds good. It. So he's, he's, he look, he's trying to look like he's carrying spears from sort of A to B, like he's purposefully employed. Uh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Sounds good. Yep. Yeah. Um, so this is just, like, a dead end uh, um, for this part. Um, this, oh, this hall, once again, it. sort of just ends up. Oh, yeah, that's all good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Cool. He's expecting to open a door and see somebody at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he wants an excuse to... For sure. Um, yeah, no, and there. so in this hallway, um, this, again, you're sort of like going north. Um, as you, you've, yep. you've head back around. This is just for the people who are listening to this audio version. Um, you've sort of come back down, and you've come around, um, and you have on your right, you have a door, uh, and then further up north, you see there's a door on the left. So I think we're going to go further up um and enter that door on the left. Okay. Um so 
All right, let's see. Is there anything in here? Um, yeah, are you checking the door at all, or are you just going in? No, just going in this time. Okay. Different, different, different strategy. Sounds good. So this place is 20 by 30 feet uh, with three doors in the southern portion, east, south, in the west. Uh, sorry, east, south, in the west corner, and west. Uh, so as you can see there, there's just those two doors. Yeah. Um, uh, a high, broad fireplace with numerous side ovens dominate the north wall. The uh. fireplace is large enough to roast a whole ox. The room is littered with broken containers and dishes, trash of an unidentifiable sort, and pieces of wooden tables, countertops, and the like. Several skeletons are visible, including one which appears to be that of an ogre. Um, ah. Yeah. This looks like a kitchen. Yeah, I think this is a kitchen for the, um, the place. Uh, and Griff will just set the spears down on the table as there's no one here. Okay, yep, sounds good. Uh, pick up a shield again. Right, I suppose we better check the place out then. Yeah, so where are you checking, Martin? Um... So we'll start with the crap in the room, um, just, you know, in the bones, ogre bones, under the table, all those good places, maybe in the oven. Okay. Someone may have left something in there. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you oh, go no. and check out, um, you go and check out that oven uh, and start just like going through it. Um, and you see what looks like the scales of a snake against, like, your firelight, and then it comes right at Uh. you, um, and tries to bite you. Um, so, I'm just gonna do a quick attack for it. Oh my god. Okay. (laughs) Um, give me a save, Martin. Yes. What sort of save? A physical one? Um. Yes, a physical save. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Oh. Okay. Um. So you are going to take three six damage. Holy sh! So you take seven. Bad. You feel its poison course, and you immediately grab the snake off of you and like pull back. Uh, it's still alive, and it's in there. And as you just hear it hiss out, um, as you sort of feel kind of woozy from the poison that's just entered your veins. Oh man, this thing's not good. And um, where is this thing? Is it is it back in the oven now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's basically inside there. Um, Griff will kick the door closed. Sounds good. Yeah, you just slam the door closed uh, and back off from it. Whoa. Uh, and he, he's going to sit down and start tending his wounds. Sounds good, yeah. <laughs> so what was the effect of failing that if getting a fail was a 3d6? Um, uh, succeeding was a 3d6? Give me a no roll. This is going to be a hard one, um, but this will be interesting. Um, okay. Actually, you know what? Um, Bari, Bari is going to basically say... Um, he saw it just enough to note to notice it's, um, it's like colors and all that sort of thing. Um, and he says, geez, boss, uh, he checks, he checks your wounds and everything and just sort of, I don't just do this, but just for the sim of it, he sort of sucks what, what poison's there out of you. Um, <laughs> and then you get yourself like all healed up. Um, he says, uh, you know, uh, like that, that kind of snake, uh, it's known to kill people. Yeah. Well, I don't feel too good. I have to say. Um, and yeah, oh, he, he helps you bandage up. Uh, just you add some like some ointment to your to your wound, yeah. um, and get cleaned up. Um, and he says we do not want to go near that thing, uh, boss. Uh, you got lucky there. I think you were able to yeah. get it out before its venom fully went in. But 
Yeah, it was it was it was reactions. It was I I you see it. I got it by the tail and just just pulled it just just as the teeth were going in, and he's clearly making a lot more of this. <laughs> yeah. Than... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, Bar Barry's is completely like stern, and he's just like, I think, uh, I I think we should leave this room. That's he he says, yeah. I think that's the deadliest thing we've seen so far, boss. Other than that rock monster. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel I don't feel great to be honest, but um, you don't think we should take a quick look in those doors there? Uh, he lets out like a, a sigh. And he says. All right, boss. But if there's any more of those, like we need to, we need to book it. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a pain in the ass, bay eh, those. <laughs> he says. Um. So yeah, he uh he he gets up and he says, "You just you just sit there." And he just says, "Alan, you you help me. We'll check this out, boss. I don't want you going near those doors." Um. And they go through the doors uh, and sort of search around in those basically little like tiny cubbies, uh, little rooms. Um. Let's see. Um, yeah, and they come out. They they come out empty-handed, saying it looks like it's just uh, raw foodstuffs, just empty, broken pottery and plates and such. Boss, uh, not really much of value there. Uh, Griff's going to be watching the oven all throughout this, just in case. I don't yeah, know if something happens. He doesn't want this thing uh, biting him again. Right. Okay. Well, let's grab these spears and uh, and be off then. Yeah, and you guys head out of that room um, and go uh, down the stairs. Or, sorry, go down the hall. Yep. Griff's very curious as to what might be in the oven in addition to the snake, but uh, he knows when to call. <laughs> call it quits. <laughs> right, so I think um, Griff is kind of... I don't know. He's gonna he's gonna go for that door that he passed, the one okay. that's now on his left. Yeah, so that, you see this basically this long diagonal. Um, there's basically this long diagonal hallway um, in here. Uh, and just before you move your character, just uh, oh, yep. for one second, it's all good. You can just leave him there. Um, just want to make sure. Yeah, uh, give me a notice check because you're walking down this hallway. Uh, that's an eight. Nice. Okay, that's really good. Um, so you walk up this hallway. Um, you can move your guy. Just keep moving him up. You'll you'll see what I'm, what you'll notice yep. here. Um, you see that there's a door at the end, but then on your left, um, you notice what looks like a stone that's more worn than the others around it. Um, okay. And it looks like if you just check it out, it looks like it opens up a secret door in the hallway. Um, that leads to more hallways. <laughs> so Griff has still got the spears in his hand, and he's going to. Uh, yeah, look, you, you know, it's those rocks. He's, have, have a fiddle. See if you can get that open. I, I bet that's a door. That is, he says. Yeah, Barry Bar slings his crossbow onto his back, um, and Elmo and Alan just keep an eye on both sides, and he just sort of pushes it in, um, and the door swings open, uh, leading into sort of another hallway that has a left and uh, forward uh, branch. Um, so you still have that door ahead of you down this diagonal hallway that you're in, like just over yep. here. And then you, so you basically have three ways to go here, essentially from, uh, this point. We're going to go to the left. Okay. Yeah. And you can keep going up that hallway. Um, oh, there's a lot of always here. They don't, I, this must be some weird and twisted architect <laughs> layout. This place is just bizarre. He says, <laughs> um, yeah. And that, so you see a door there. 
Uh, and then you see more. This is going to be too much for me to describe it to people yeah. in audio form. Um, but there's lots of hallways, basically, um, to the point where <laughs> if you're somebody without a map like you do, as you're sort of sketching it through, um, mm. you would easily get lost through all these different halls and such. Um, but you see a door on your left at the end of this hallway here. Right. And with spears in hand, Griff is going to um, open the door. Okay. Um... Let's see here. Um, sorry. You've moved very far, so I just wanted to make sure I know what's going on. Um, <laughs> nothing to get you up to say, just because there is so much in this dungeon. Um, yeah. Let's see. Oh. Okay, um, so you open this door, um, and I think this is the right one, um, down, this leads down some stairs, and you look in, uh, and you see lurid light from a flaming crescent and a glowing brazier full of charcoal reveals a 30 by 20 foot chamber, containing a rack, iron maiden, cage, and all the other unspeakable devices common in a torture chamber. Two adjacent, two adjacent ten-foot square alcoves, one to the south and one to the east, are barred, their doors held fast by chain and padlock. Two prisoners are in each, obviously here to await the tender mercies of the torturers. Two female humans are in the south alcove, and two orcs in the east. Um, and in all this, what's well, not described in this box text, um, is that directly <laughs> in front of you um, is what looks like um, a... Man in chain mail, his arms are like tree trunks, um, currently torturing a prisoner. I well, looks like a young man, probably like in his mid 20s, um, screaming out, um, as he looks like he's doing some pretty horrific things, uh, to this to the body of this young man. Um, next to him is a cackling bugbear, um, who's holding like a plate of tools, handing them off to this uh, torturer. Um, and taking back other ones, um, and they are just, um, it doesn't even look like they're asking questions, it looks like they're just doing this out of complete dark glee, um, and this man is just screaming out in terror. Oh, hello there, I've got a delivery for you, some spears? Um, they, they both sort of jump out, um, and they go, what? We didn't ask spears. for any spears. Who um, sent you? Uh, what? Sorry, um, this is player brain fart. Give me two <laughs> seconds. On the tip of my tongue, hang on a minute. Uh, yeah, Romag. Romag said you were sp short of spears. Um, the, uh, the, the guy starts what he's doing, um, and the, the, man, the, the man on the rack is still screaming, and he just immediately pulls out like a cloth and shoves it into the man's uh, throat, or into the man's mouth uh, to muffle screams. And he's like, sorry, I couldn't hear you. He said, Romag sent you with those spears? Yeah, I mean, I just do what I'm told. I don't don't ask questions. Don't, uh, he don't looks you need over, him? He looks over the, at the bugbear, and he just sort of shrugs. He says, well, we didn't ask for any. I don't know. Just just put him over there. I'll deal with it later. Um, he, okay. He puts uh, towards... Was... Uh, if you, I'll just put you close. Yeah. Go ahead. Some, something else as well. I can see you're busy, but apparently there's um some urgent prisoners or something that need attending to in um and then he describes the room uh 114 that currently contains two of the uh, yeah. seven foot things in it apparently the he needs some information they um uh they got 
uh, I don't know, kidnapped from some caravan somewhere. There are a pair of high priests coming from, uh, I don't know, that place on the east I can never remember the name of, but apparently uh, Romag needs information out of them quickly. Um, and the, the, the big torturer just sort of gives a, a big sigh, and he looks over the bugbear and he says, I don't know why we even have servants doing stuff for us if they can't bring the visor themselves. Um, and he says, go with this guy. Um, go find, uh, go, go find these fucking prisoners, bring them back here and I'll deal with them after. Um, and the bugbear sets down his stuff and just lets out, uh, a, a big sort of, uh, howl and walks after you once you set down the spears. Um, and yeah, um, what do you want to do here, Martin? Uh, you guys are leaving this cool. room. Um, your party's on the other side, uh, just like in the hallway. Well, well come on then. I'll, I'll take your term if you can't find the place. He says to the bugbear. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's just following you. And so the plan is we're gonna we're gonna head back down to this room here and uh, open the door and suggest that the bugbear might want to sort of walk in and go and get them. Um, which door? The door all the way down one fourteen. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw your crystal there. Yeah. Um. So where 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 do you make your party? Because you come over. Um. And I don't know if you said anything to your party or not. Um. Because your party is just like not on the other side of the door, but they're down the hallway a bit. Okay. Um, is there anything you want to say? Because I'll I'll say you alone can pass. The four of you fully armed yeah. do not look like anybody else you've seen around here, and will set okay. up alarm bells pretty fast, probably. If Ooh, I'm just hoping they might get what's going on and move. Okay. Maybe they won't. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I mean, if you're making a big show of it as you go through, like, oh, come with me, we'll yeah. go down that way, and they yeah, recognize yeah, your yeah. voice. Um, I'll say that Elmo will take take sort of the point of what you're doing um, and yeah. start backing off Alan and Bari, and they sort of make their way down. Um, you just leave the bugbear down. We'll say almost as you guys are going down south, south of the hallways, every time he's kind of looking around all, you just catch the bugbear's attention again, um, and Alan, Elmo, and Bari sort of slowly following um, behind you guys. Um, and then you make your way down, um, and uh, uh, the, the bugbear says, do you have the, the key for this door? Uh, yeah, somewhere. Look, you you take the key and deal with it. I've got another uh, collection of pickaxes to go and get from uh, the, the trash pile or something. It's not a very interesting job. I don't know what the hell I'm staying here, really. But anyway, here's the key. You head on in and I'll, um, yeah. Yep, sounds good. Um, so you, you start walking off and he um, unlocks the, the door uh, and you hear the, the door swing open and he says, all right, get up, you la And then you just hear a little bit of screeching and yelling. Um, and then the door slams again. Nice. Um, so, uh, Griff will book it back up to the rest of the party. Sounds good. Um, and just one thing to keep in mind, you head back to the party. The party's, the party's not too far away. Um, and also you guys are back up near the torture room. Um, just to keep in mind, you didn't lock that door when you walked away. You just left it unlocked. Just no. So you know. Yeah, just want to keep, no. just want to remind you of that. Cool. So yeah, so kind of, kind of hoping they might disappear, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, yeah. So you, you head back up the stairs or sorry, head back up, up North. No. So Griff knows that this guy's in here and he also knows that he's rather busy probably at the minute mm -hmm. and not paying attention to very much at all because I think he was surprised when we came in or when Griff came in with the spears. Yep. So Griff's going to kind of sneak down the stairs a little bit creepily and he's going to kind of draw his bow, maybe hug the floor a little bit, uh, yep. make sure he can't be seen, spend a 
couple of minutes just sitting up there and seeing if he can uh sounds good yeah just hit me a, give me a sneak check to see him. if you can do that and then we'll do uh an execution attack yep. if you uh if something happens in that minute he's gonna he's i'm gonna go for the cloak as well if that's cool for the situation yes yeah 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 absolutely yeah. cool oh nice. all right 13. really really good check um and this will be interesting here um Okay. Um, yeah, so um, you can give me your execution roll as you wait there for a minute, get ready. You watch his sort of movements um, and judge where to hit as he's torturing this young man. Um, and you sort of listen to the screams for quite a while. Um, and yeah, I believe eight is enough for the execution attack, if I'm not mistaken. Cool. I'm not going to check. Uh, yeah. I, so I rolled 3d6. I think I need to drop the lowest one. So that was a six, unfortunately. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. Six and I believe eight is what you need, um, <laughs> and you can't re-roll this, uh, nope. unfortunately. Um, no re-rolls left for you, my good man. No. <laughs> um, so um, you fire and miss, um, and you hit uh, like right next to him. His head moves, and he just goes wah, um, and he turns on you, and um, he this giant man um, picks up a cleaver off of the table next to him um, and runs straight at you. Um, so we're going to go into initiative here. Hello, <laughs> Alan. And I rolled a six for initiative. And Griff gets oh boy. a four, of course. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, and this guy is a big fucking dude, <laughs> and he hits hard. Um, I'm going to have to look at the templates here. Yeah. This will work. Um, I think it's a big ass cleaver. We'll go with uh, go with longsword as the thing. Oh. Oh yeah. Ooh, that hits. Ooh. Uh, yeah, you're gonna take ten damage. Um, Ow. He pulls out his cleaver and runs up at you. Um, grabs you one big meaty hand. Um, goes on your shoulder, and the other cleaver comes down onto your other shoulder, um, and he pulls it back, um, and he says, "Ah, I don't get to have such lively subjects." And he swings again. Oh, does he have two attacks? Yeah. Oh, thank God that misses. That one misses. I, hope, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so this time he misses as it sort of just bounces off your armor. Um, and he lets out this big toothy grin. Um, and you're seeing now this guy is one ugly brute. Uh, and you do hear the footsteps of your companions coming down the hallway. Um, and it's your turn. Um, they're not going to arrive until next turn, yep. however. Uh, so Griff is going to beat him with his Staff of Striking. Okay. Uh, I have no idea what I need to roll to make that. It's just a melee attack. So you can just yep. use whatever other weapons. And that's just 2d6. I, I use the hand axe. Yeah. There we go. Come on, you can hit. You can hit. You can hit. Oh. No, you can't hit. Oh, mean. <laughs> um, this guy... Oh, yeah, this guy has fucking chain mail on. Um, I'm sure 11 won't. No, 11 will not hit. Um, unfortunately. Okay, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay, but I don't believe you extend... I'm, I'm going to say you don't extend expend a charge unless yeah. you actually hit with it. Um, okay, uh, and now it's back to this guy's turn. 
Um, and he is going to attack you again twice. Oh, that one's not going to hit. Ooh. Oh, and that one's not going to hit, too. You are very, lucky. very lucky, lucky Martin. <laughs> very lucky. Um, and he sort of just uh, can't seem to get those uh, cleavers in much deeper. Um, and then uh, your two companions, sorry, your three companions uh, kick the door down. Um, and they rush in as well. Uh, and he just sort of looks up in, in surprise um, at this group. Um, and I'll have, uh, Bari, Bari and, um, Elmo will fire off their weapons. Um. Yep. Oh. oh, it's the lucky dice again. <laughs> um, yeah, neither can hit. Uh, Elmo can make, uh, can do a reroll. Um, and then Alan's like, no, boss! And he sort of just runs forward with his sword uh, <laughs> and tries to tries to help and swings his sword um, at the big guy who's on you. Um, and he does hit. Um, just Not. barely, though. Uh, makes it mm. through the chainmail um, and slices into him, kicking him back a little bit. Um, he's like, are, are you okay, boss? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, look, and... Um... Griff will kind of uh, just try and hide behind Elmo and uh, and Bari because he knows he's not doing very. Uh, come on, come on, yeah. Alan. You see, uh, you, you see, Alan's eyes kind of go wide, seeing like the giant wound like mm. right in your shoulder. Um, and uh, yeah, he just sort of tries to uh, stand between you guys. Um, all right. And did you go? Uh, did you uh, fire this turn, Martin? I think it's your turn now. To... Uh, he was so he was trying to move away behind the other two, if that counts as an action. But um, if he can, he'll try and get a. I, yeah, I would I only count as an action if, like, he was directly going to be able to, like, attack you. But I would say Alan yeah. hitting him really hard and pushing him back gives yeah. you just the opportunity. If he missed, it would be your action just to get out of there. But, yeah, yeah. you can back off Sounds and good. fire off. So, oh, oh, God. And with his hurt arm and shoulder yeah, and pieces, he's just, he, he yeah. makes a mess of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, your bowstring just kind of just bounces. Oh! And uh, <laughs> you are in quite a bit of pain with this. Um and you see this big man says, ah, got some more fresh meat. That really hurt, kid. Um, and he swings his big cleaver um, at Alan. And misses. That's a good one. That is a good one. Is he going to? Um, <gasps> I think he misses. Oh, no, he hits. Um, and he, yeah, he gets... He cleaves right into um, Alan's thigh, and you hear Alan just sort of give out like a little yelp um, as he does find quite, quite deeply into uh, Alan's thigh there. Um, but yeah, uh, now it's your turn, guys. Uh, so Griff is unimpressed with this. Oh, bullies like you, you don't deserve to live. And he's going to let off another arrow. Oh, yeah. oh. shoulders <laughs> uh, really hurting yeah elmo elmo knowing his strengths are more in his in his melee than his range yeah. uh, drop the bow grab out the axe and join alan in the fray um jumping down the stairs and attacking big hit from him there um nice. and then um bari will also uh will also fire off his crossbow and then alan will also attack Bari just misses. 
unfortunately, um, and Allen and uh, Elmo both hit. Uh, that's 15. You guys have already done 10. Oh, he's still alive, and he's really, oh. really, really hurt. Um, but you just see, like, this crazed look in this man's eye, um, just twitching, um, holding his bloody cleaver. <laughs> he is just uh, like, ah, I haven't felt this alive in a long time. Um, and he swings out at Allen again. Um, with mm. his big cleaver. Griff was thinking of diplomacy, but he doesn't think it's going to work on this guy. <laughs> oh my god, oh, another yes. one. Oh no, and he's just... Um, Alan just holds up his shield and just blocks every attack um, coming his way, just barely uh, keeping him back. You see like his shield just getting dented with these massive hits, um, and then uh, it'll be you guys. Um, but but the fingers you couldn't hear a, hit a broadside of a cow, he <laughs> <Yeah>. says. <laughs> Give me your shot. Uh, hey, there we go. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, how do you <laughs> kill this guy? He's just like wailing on Alan, just sort of like sort of pushing Alan back. Um, yeah. So I think um, if if he's been trying to cleave at Alan and, and and sort of beat him, and he's he's busy. Busy letting off with his gob about how he feels alive. I think what's going to happen is is Griff's going to fire this arrow off um, while he's in mid sentence and and hopefully just get him right in the mouth and oh, uh, the it. arrow coming out the back of his neck, severing I his spinal cord, it. and then he falls back. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. He's just like mid swing, <laughs> and you just shoot him right through that, and he yeah. falls down like a giant sack of bricks. Um, onto the ground, dead. There is just so much blood on the ground everywhere. Um, you see um, the man on the rack just whimpering. Um, there's two women uh, in one cell, and they're like now they're up and like against the cell with their hands on it. Um, and you see two orcs on their side who have like gone up and are are looking at you, mm. um, not saying anything just yet. Right, come on, Barry. You you close the door. Make sure no one gets through there. Um, uh, Elmo, you um. You saw all these uh, prisoners out there. Make sure people are uh, are attended to, and I'm going to uh, sort myself out here in Allen. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so um, let's see here. Okay. Um. Yeah, you just mean your rolls for like the healing and stuff. You can you can do all that. Yep. So this one here. So that was a nine. That was uh, Griff healing himself. Okay. So yeah. One D six plus one is uh, a crappy three. Uh, so that takes him back up to nine. And system shock is down to eight now. Uh, so I'll give a a quick heal on Alan. Uh, that was a seven, so he's going to re-roll that one. Oh. So Alan loses a system shock, but doesn't get healed, I think. Okay. Um, so he's going to try and heal Alan again. All right. Rolls that, a ten. That will work. Or eleven. Yeah. So one d six plus one so for Alan. Two peaks. Should have gone that one back. Oh. All right, he's back to full. Oh, okay, cool. That's yeah, good. He doesn't, he doesn't uh, quite have as much health as you do. And also didn't and, get hurt as badly as you did. <laughs> yeah. So Griff's going to try and heal himself again one last time. Oh, yeah. Hey, 13. nice. Better. You Mind you, I'm going to roll a one now. 
You yeah. just wait. Yeah. Hey, six. Ooh, That's not bad nice. at all. There we go. Not bad <laughs> not, at not. all. Um, yeah. So while you guys are you guys are healing up, um, Alan sort of just uh, just uh, healed himself up with you, and he just sort of went through the torturer stuff. It looks like he had mm. he found quite a few like gems and silver coins and such, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, yep. Meanwhile, uh, Bari and Alan, or sorry, Bari and Elmo have let the two orcs and the two women free. Um, they quickly drink some water and eat some food. Um, the both the women and the orcs um, say that they uh, they'd be happy to fight with you guys, um, but they would like to get out of this temple. Um, the orcs sort of grab the spears up that you guys uh, brought here. Yeah. Um, and so do the women, and they just say, uh, "Well, listen." Um, the two women say, "We're we're from we're from Nolb. If you just get us out of here, we'll we'll go back there." Okay. And just a quick question there. You don't know anyone in Nolb. I mean, we pass through, but um, to be perfectly honest, I mean, we didn't get any a better reception than, than the shit on your shoe might have done. So I, I don't know if there's anyone you can talk to that might be able to make things a bit better there for us. Um, well, we, we can we can certainly figure that out um, yeah. once you get us out of here. I will be yeah, very, yeah, sure, very grateful sure. to you. Um, and the and the orcs say they'll they'll be happy just to basically kill yeah. anything in the way here. Um, and that they're no friends of the uh of the temple people here um but and they also all all four of them look not c- quite as in bad shape um as the prisoners you found south in the southern part yeah. of the prison um the guy in the rack is like within an inch of his life he needs to be brought out okay. of here quickly um he's very very hurt from all this torture griff will attempt to heal him I don't yeah. know if he needs a roll, but yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just give me, yeah. um, just give me a, just a, um, a, like a, just another first aid check, like you've been doing, and we'll see if you can just get him stabilized. Um, uh, I'll re-roll it. Yeah, just do the re-roll. Um, go roll. There you go. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Nice. You are able to sort of patch him up, and with the help of Alan, who sort of picks him up, um, Alan says he he can just sort of carry him out of here. Um, and you guys, uh, he. You did enough to keep him alive, but if you guys don't get him back to Hamlet like within the next few hours, there's a good chance he's just gonna die. Right, uh, I suppose we better do the right thing, and uh, yeah, we we better get this guy out of here. He's not looking too hot. Sounds good. Yep. Yeah. So, um, you, the group now, I think uh, the four of you and uh, the four the four uh, people with you yeah. um, helped you get out. Uh, you guys make your way down the halls through and through and don't meet anything, thankfully. Um, you make your way up the stairs, back to the horses, um, and you head out uh, back to Homeless um, with these new people in tow. Um, and that's what we're going to call the session today, guys. Cool. <laughs> Good stuff. Almost died twice. That's uh Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, uh that was <laughs> that was almost very bad. Oh, one thing I'll say um on your way out as well is um you did see um that door is fully open. Um the one that yeah. you locked up. Um if you swing in while you're running down, it looks like those two creatures are now gone. Um yeah. but they did leave you a nice present in the form of that bugbear's head just rolled on the side of the, of the floor there. <laughs> Um, and nice. you guys, yeah, have headed off back to Helmet. Oh, that was that was intense. <laughs> I was when you opened up that oven, I was like, okay, yeah. campaign might be over here in a second. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or an unceremonious way to go. <laughs> yeah, was it a dice roll if you failed or? Uh, no, if you fail, you just die. Oh. Just straight death, <laughs> old school shit. Just fucking Excellent. yeah. So you passed. And I was like, okay, cool. Thirty six. Like you still took took some cool. hurt, but uh, yeah, no, straight up, just insta kill. 
was going to say, 3D6 could have been deadly. <laughs> yeah. No, it, there's a reason why yeah. Bari was like, uh, that is the most dangerous thing we've seen so far. <laughs> um, nice. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, that was very fun. Great job, Martin. I'm glad you survived. Um, both between that snake and that torturer, I did not know how that was going to go. Um, no. That could have been real bad. But yeah, that was fun. Um, and I'm excited for next week. Yes. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, guys. Great we'll stuff. see you Cheers, next guys. time.